Come on. Hallelujah. All right. Um, in the morning, I was talking about effects of or signs of tiredness. Like being tired as a believer. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. The value of things are mostly seen when there is a great need or the time there is a great need for that thing. How many of you have realized that? Let's say you have a car. As the car is parked, you may not even see how important it is. But when the need comes, that it is raining, and you are standing in the rain because you don't have a car, that's when you see how important a car is. What am I saying? Sometimes, the greatest value of a thing is seen at the time of its great need. What it means is that there are certain things that you may have now. You may not see the importance until the need for it comes. That is when you see how important that thing is. Sometimes we cannot anticipate the need for certain things. We don't expect a certain need. And I'm coming to give you practical examples. I have a child who is about two, three months old. I have a wife. No, wives don't worry about certain things because they, they have a man. It's like when the landlord is saying, most of the wives, they don't care. It's like the man is, he will do it. So don't worry. When the baby was about a month old, the baby was sick. And the baby was hospitalized. I think it was a Tuesday or Wednesday. They put tubes in the nose of the baby to help the baby to breathe. The baby was discharged on Saturday in the evening. Not that he's healed. Like it has gotten to the point that he can be managed. Not that he's healed. Uh-huh. Then on Sunday, you are sacked from the house you stay in. And you were not worried. You see, as I am studying my Bible, I didn't know what the Bible is turning me into. Most of you who don't read the Bible, you will not know what you will become if you are to study it. Its great need will be seen at the time, its value will be seen at the time the need arises. 
I never cried. In, in fact, I think that it didn't really change me. Like I couldn't sleep. I was thinking about it. That strength that you are able to go through things as if nothing is happening. It's not something that is a temperament. That is why you can't Bluetooth your husband or wife into a certain state. If it is food, you can buy for them to eat and they will not be. <laughs> but this one, you can't buy it. So, coming to church, praying, reading your Bible, what you will get out of it, you may not know until the great need comes. Yesterday I was there, I was praying somewhere. And I told myself that it was around, it was late, very late in the night. Like, if somebody is a parent, what will determine like the, the one child becomes bad, one child becomes good. Why does it happen like that? And I said that if you're a parent, what will make your children proud of you? Mostly the things that our children respect becomes the reason for our influence over them. If a parent is talking to the child and the child doesn't listen, it means the child doesn't respect the parent. Then my attention was drawn to Kenneth Hagen. He has a, a son. He's alive now. He's almost 80 years now. He too is called Kenneth Hagen. But the original Kenneth Hagen is E. Hagen. And this one is W. Hagen. He said when they were young, they will always see their father sitting at the study desk when they wake up from their sleep. They will see their father sitting at the study desk. Then their mother will go and call their father for breakfast. They will eat the breakfast. Then the father will go and sit at the desk. They will put them in the car, take them to school. They will come back to see their father sitting at the desk. The title of the book is Tongues Beyond the Upper Room. That's where the guy wrote that book about his father. So it means that to him, his greatest respect for his father was his studious life. And if I'm to ask you right now, what would be your child's greatest respect for you? Some of you, it is your godly morals. How that your father was difficult, your mother was difficult, but still your father or your mother was able to handle them because of your commitment to the godly things will be the reason why when you advise your children, they will take it. As you are building those morals now, you may not even respect it. You come to church, they talk about it, they preach about it. It will shock you that a lot of people cannot sit down for two hours to hear preaching. I remember we went for the Give Thyself Holy Conference. 
where I sit, I sit among the board. Sometimes as we are there, a man will come and be whispering to some of the board members that, do you want to go and rest? Do you want to go and rest? And I realized that they were only telling the white people that because they can't sit down for three hours. So as they are sitting down, they are tired. Bishop Dad can preach five hours. And we, when he preaches five hours, we say that, oh, this one is a short sermon. Please continue. But there are other people who cannot, and they are pastors of big, big churches. Because most of you don't know, the real church is in Africa. I have a lot of pastor friends who tell us that they are not enjoying the church because the church is one hour. So, by the time you are pastored there for 10 years, you have backslided. Because it takes something more to prepare to preach for two hours. It makes sense for two hours. So, if it is just a 30 minute service, you might not even read anything. Just come and sit down. Yeah. Many of you here, if your friends are to sit down here, they will sleep as I'm preaching. Some of them, to every two minutes, they have to go and wee wee. They have to go. For them to concentrate and hear for two hours, they can't. And when I'm preaching, sometimes I observe people. Some people, they can't sit down. It's as if something is important they have to attend to, but they don't know that. It's not something important they have to attend to. Something is wrong with them. As you are hearing these things, they are affecting your life. One man who is a sliding door, something, something. You, I was talking to him and I said, he said he spends a lot of money and I said, you can work on it. He said, how? I said, start spending from your bank account. He was quite so, ah. Media bank, dear me, pekura. So I said, how do you keep your money? He said, oh, when the money comes, I share it. Everybody gets a share. So if I'm owing electricity, I'll go and give it to them. If I'm owing whatever, if I have to give food, then, then the money is finished. And I said, that, how can you get money by this kind of behavior? Then I started telling him that. If only you can spend from bank, you cut down your expenses, about 30% will stop. Because about 30% of the things you buy are things you could have done without. He said what I'm saying is true. Now, his problem is going to put the money in the bank. Because he has realized that when he puts money in the bank, all the problems come, but the money is not affected. And I said, but you have children who are in the company with you that you are the boss. Give it to them to go and put it in the bank for you. He said he has never thought of it. <laughs> so maybe you are sitting here without a job. And yet you are eating every day. And you think that it's because you are. No, 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 no. Something you have been prepared for. You are benefiting from it without knowing. One day the crisis of life will hit you. But you will not be moved because your foundation is solidly built on the rock. Nothing can shake you. Nothing can move you. It doesn't affect the way you... Prophet Pepra will come here today. Wow. Not to preach. Like this afternoon. Wow. I have told him that he should take me to Apostle and let's talk. I don't like the way the tension is increasing. 
Yeah. It didn't move me. It doesn't move me. And it's not because I'm anything. It's because the word of God is literally dwelling in me. Some of you, if you don't even eat, you, you get confused. ECG, ECG Bob, Umadum Light, now Bob Washi. Like, if you click off, on, off, on, and 30 CDs Bob got puff. You change mood like you are depressed. And you think that, it, no, 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 you are not strong. You are not strong. He said, they built upon the rock. Rains came, winds blew. My house was built on. Rain came, the winds blew. Solid, solid. Some of your prayer life will die if something is to hit you. The last time you fasted, you don't remember. <laughs> Something can hit you and utter the foundations of your life. Yeah. So when the the, the same people who had the court issue and asked, uh, brought the video and the judges who committed uh, the same judges, so some went on holidays, some too were admitted at the psychiatry ward. Some had stroke. Yeah. If Pastor Charles is here, he will tell you. Stroke. Like, or drink yam and the nerves need to be my moja kodida baby man in the But they went through the same thing. How come this one was standing and this one was falling? One has been prepared for something for many years. That's why we are coming to church every day. We are being prepared for something. Like the car. Unless you have to pick a car, you will not see it. Today, I came out of my room and I saw my car was parked there. And I realized that as I was inside, I didn't see the car to be important. As I was lying, I didn't care. But now I have to leave this house. Then the car became important. But it was not that time I was going to look for a car. The car was already there. That's why some of you, the time that the issues come, that's the time you'll be looking for encouragement. It will take a longer time to be encouraged. So, as we are teaching on overcoming tiredness, signs of weariness, you will have to tap into it, build your faith on it, and take yourself out of so many things. Because I realize that in this world, there will never be a time you don't have a problem. Do you know why I'm saying that? Because even when Jesus resurrected, because he was on this earth, he had a problem. You might say that, oh, Jesus, all his problems were the time that he was not resurrected. <laughs> as soon as he resurrected, his assistant was going to fish. The one that he left the church for. And the guy was so influential that he has taken all the leaders with him. No, there are some people, they live alone. Some, they live with a group. And Jesus in his resurrected body was now proposing to a woman to marry him. Peter, do you love me? 
Peter, do you love me? A man who has resurrected is now speaking as if he's a beggar. And I realized that it was because he was on earth. The moment you leave this earth, that one is you're okay, except heaven and hell. But so long as you are here, you may not know where these things will come from. You Bank of Ghana have Kulas People's Banks. You to say you are eating money. <laughs> but you got somebody has built bank. He thought that he was he was he was he was over. Recently I heard him talking and he said that if you are building a company in Ghana, one of the people who collab the company is churches, the pastors. The pastor will bring somebody who doesn't qualify and say that because you are his church member, you should employ him. What church is that? What church is that? You see, you don't go to church. So why are you think what, what, what pastor came to you? Then he modified his teachings on tithing. He said, well, they will ask you to pay tithe, which is fine. At first, he used to criticize, and now he has modified his teachings. You see, if a pastor brings somebody who doesn't qualify to employ him, it's not your responsibility to stop it. As I'm standing here, they are looking for some people to become dentists. Then I'll go and call, some say that, employ uh, 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 he will start removing people's tongue. <laughs> so don't pastors sometimes do that. Well, if a pastor did something, you will realize if you think deep, it's not only because he's a pastor. But check and see, when you join the Freemason, they ask you to employ somebody because he's also part of them. And the person didn't even have the qualification. Check and see when they didn't tell that this person was also in a quaffle like us, a quaffle situation. So pick him. It's a human thing, it's not a pastor's thing. Ah. If right now Pastor Eric has started a company and I'm saying that they should employ somebody, I'm not saying it because I'm a pastor. I'm saying because I have a relationship. And anybody who has a relationship with you, even if the person is not a pastor, the person will make that recommendation. It's not a pastor's thing. Now, what about chiefs? Of course, he mentioned the chiefs to chief Tensi and he also mentioned it. But there is no way a chief will bring you somebody if he doesn't have a relationship with you. It is the relationship. It's not just the title. So, signs of tiredness, you should be interested. Because if you are tired today, you will not understand the implication tomorrow. Yes. Number one. If there is tiredness, there's lack of vigor. What is the meaning of the word vigor? Dictionary people. Our opening scripture is Jeremiah chapter 43. Verse 21. I mean, Isaiah 42 verse 21. Then Jeremiah 12 verse 5. Then 2 Thessalonians 3, 3. Lack of vigor. Vigor. 
Appetite is vigor. When you are tired, there is no energy in the things you do. There is no excitement. The thing has become resentful. Proverbs 25, verse 17. Seldom set foot in your neighbor's house, lest he become tired and hate. Other verses says and resent. I think the King James says and resent. So when something has become resentful, it means you are tired. You begin to hate it. You don't like it. If you eat fufu too much, it doesn't mean that you are tired of it unless you begin to hate it, resent it. When I was in Metro Mass, one day I told somebody that I don't like fufu, especially the way they do it. They mix their fingers. The guy came to my office to come and address a problem. He got angry, even though I was supposed to be the boss from the office arrangement. He was in the company before me, but where I was working is higher than where he was working. He started insulting me. Got angry, hit his hand on the table and the, on the door. Hey! Only to hear that the guy can drive from here to Adan to go and eat fufu and come back. <clears throat> so as I was saying that, you know, I got him angry. Not that he was joking. Very angry. How can you say that? It means that no matter how much he has eaten fufu, he's not tired. Some of you, you are tired of the marriage. There is no vigor. There is no energy. There's, when you see your spouse, you, are, you don't smile again. Some people are tired of Basenia and Lucas. Let me tell you something. I said sometimes the greatest value of a thing is seen in its greatest need. The need may not be now. Before I came to this meeting, I was talking to somebody. He brought me money. I don't think we have even been friends, but in 2012, 2013, he was a student and I used to go and preach in their class. I didn't even know that. This thing I'm doing, this is what is going to benefit me tomorrow. Some of you do not know that some of the people you are doing the Basenia for actually are the people who are going to help you one way or another. Some of you, when you take off American embassy, you think it's only Americans who are working there. There are Ghanaians who can give you a visa to America and they work there. When you go to most of these embassies who use third-party organizations to receive documents for traveling, it's only Ghanaians who are there. They speak P, they are Ghanaians, they were in the same class, but they are employed with those companies. They can tell you, there's a new thing that has come. It's visa-free. Employ it and get it. Apply it. You must have it. They can tell you. 
Some of you crampon, the person you are doing the basenia and everything, they may be the one to employ you. You may not know. Or they may be the one to marry your child. Because they are good people. You train them well. Imagine food you are going to cook to eat some, you cook it well. As you are preparing some of these people in the basenia, if you do it well, whatever they become may be a profit to you. You may never know. That's why I said that you may not see the need today. You may not see the need today. I am married. I went to preach in a class in Kolebu. And that's how I got to meet her. I didn't know. As I was going, I was in tech. I mean, Kumasi, I beg your pardon. We were buying the church bus, the eagle. And they called me that they have invited somebody to come and preach to them. But the person didn't come. And it's a class retreat in Commonwealth Hall. So if I can get time. I said, I'm not in Accra. They said they will buy a plane ticket for me to come and preach for them. They didn't buy the ticket. But I prayed and God told me to go. I, I said I will not go. And I prayed, Father, in the name of Jesus, these people are inviting me. Should I go? I want you to direct me. And the Lord told me, go. So I called somebody that take this dress, iron this one, iron this one, and bring it to Legon. I'll be there in five hours time. And when I got to Legon, they brought my dress, iron. I wore it, suit and tie. I mean, I don't wear singlet to go and preach. I don't see why I should do that. I see pastors, they are wearing, they're ready to fight. Who are you going to fight? <laughs> uh, you can wear t-shirt, but once in a while, wear tie. The bank, they can wear t-shirt and collect your money. But why do they wear tie? We don't know. So I don't know that if I had worn a t-shirt, maybe I would not have been noticed. But I sacrificed, took my own VIP bus, sat in the VIP bus. They drove me to Accra, pick another car, met them on campus because it was almost time. I was supposed to be there like one. They called me, so I left my around eight or seven there about. And I, I got there. I didn't know. Sometimes our sacrifices has rewards we don't even notice. Like the things we are doing now. The moment you get tired, you are cutting yourself off the benefit of tomorrow. That's true, No energy. No enthusiasm. That's why I tell wives to treat their husbands well because you don't know tomorrow. Then the wife will say, oh, they, we don't also know tomorrow. We too, we can become bigger than them. It's not about being big. But it's about being on it. It will be painful. Let me tell you a story of Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela had a wife called Winnie Mandela. When Nelson Mandela was arrested, this woman was the one leading the revolution for Mandela to come back to power. Mandela was in prison for 27 years. That is to say, from the day you were born up to today, Mandela was still in prison because you are 24 years. So Winnie Mandela felt that Mandela may never come back. And let me tell you, it is, it, I think that she, she, she can be pardoned in a certain way because... A man that you call your husband, you have not seen for 20-something years. When you know the white man who has arrested him to some island has no plans to leave. How will she come back? So this woman started entertaining a journalist. And they released Mandela from prison. A lot of people used to tell Mandela that your sweet wife is having another boy. And Mandela felt that it was a way to torture him in the prison. 
used to write letters to her, but it got to a point she was not replying the letters again. And eventually, she was, I mean, Mandela was released. When Mandela was released, this woman was there with him. Then Mandela found a love letter she wrote to the journalist and sacked her and divorced her. On the day of South Africa's independence, if I'm not exaggerating, that woman did more than even Mandela because she was the one raising funds for the uprising. She was the one talking to the Western press. He was the one doing everything. Like, she was the one doing everything. Because Mandela was not there. It was her face. They were doing the interviews. She was the one going to talk to the Americans to help intervene in what is going on in South Africa. He was the one doing all the lobbying, raising funds. The day they had the independence. Something she has lived all her entire life for. She was not there. She was not mentioned. Because Mandela had divorced her. That's what killed the woman. Mandela forgave the white people but couldn't forgive his wife. That's another day. I know you are trying to talk plenty, but you talk in your head. Say, Pastor, you should forgive. Well, well, well. There is a teaching on forgiveness. It's not easy. I'm telling you, it is not. But let me tell you something. When we were doing the service in the morning, we were praying. The Lord told me there was a lady standing somewhere here. The Lord even gave me a name. I've forgotten the name. That the girl was in a relationship with somebody. The person broke up with her and went for her sister. In the first service. If the name comes to Genevieve was the name of the sister. In the first service. And it just occurred to me that if she is angry with her sister and she's angry with the boy, her anger is valid. But she should still forgive them. It's not easy. Some of you are angry. Your anger is valid. But just forgive. It's true. You have every reason to be angry. But if you are to be angry for even 10 years, you are right. But that's And that is the place that God only comes in. It's only God who can do that. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Then he commended his love towards us in this. Like, like when we were sinners, he sent his best gift to come and die for us. What about now that we have become saints? He said he will give his throne to us. Yeah, so it's like, it's not easy. Even some of you, even if your boyfriend leaves you for your friend, not your sister, it's not an easy thing. It, but it's not easy. Don't think of it. Don't think. Maybe it may happen, so don't think about it. Just don't think about it. Yeah. It's scary to even think about it. That's the pain somebody has gone through. But what we are saying is that if perhaps she had forgiven her, the story would have been completed. Watch documentaries of her 
and the things she did, mobilizing a whole country, a woman. And it's not even in South African history. Nobody talks about her. Just because the marriage couldn't go on, that's all. No celebration. Yeah. So because he didn't treat the husband well, she was never celebrated. And that's one of the things that scares me. Yeah. That when you expect to be mentioned and you are not mentioned. One day I went for a wedding. And the, 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 the wedding, I was the only person there like who's old because I don't go to that church. The lady is a pastor. The boy too is a big person in the church. All the church members were there. And I was standing somewhere quietly. They will call this group. They will call this group. The lady in her gown left the photo stage and came and held my hand like this and took me and said, please take the two of us. And the husband was said, this is the pastor in Fred I've been talking about. Suddenly my head began to swell. Just coming to take photo. Like, I felt so honored. And that's precious. Her wedding. He told the husband, this is Pastor Renfrey. He's like, you people, you are seeing me as a pastor, my big person. This is my source. I was recognized. Imagine as I was standing there, he said, then you feel odd. What, what am I doing here? Right now, if I'm saying that, we want to appreciate people who have done great in this, our building project. Let's welcome Pastor Eric. Then, then we don't mention something. How will you feel? Even though, but in some way. Then we mention, mention Prince. Mention Jennifer. Then we don't mention you. Pastor, we're just serious. That's what mostly if you have realized. I don't even uh, uh, mostly thank people. You create a big like Sometimes when people come to stand here, they are thanking the church for, uh, they were thanking God. I want to thank God for such a wonderful wedding. And then I will thank the church, the leaders, pastor, everything. And afterwards, you say, oh, I want to thank Lily. Then you realize that maybe Alessa too was the one who did the ribbons. <laughs> so don't, don't, don't worry yourself. Just attend the church. Then privately you pick a phone and call somebody because people have fought over this. Yes. And they didn't mention her name. They said I want to turn the ushers. They didn't mention hospitality. At least we all said that we are going to take one say yes spiritual. And that you are doing a tongue. Yes, spiritual. Matter ministry. All right, eh? The piano the atom. Even when you are mentioning water groups in the church, you don't mention hospitality. And the one I don't even like is sometimes they even say that you you are a kwaba boy. When they want something that is demeaning, they say a kwaba boy. It's like the kwaba ladies there, especially the usher. They say some of you you be ushers forever. Why is ushering forever a bad thing? Why are you making look at the usher? You are demeaning our ministries. Have to be careful lest the choir, the choir, the choir. Why is it the only people? If you check the choir, they, they don't even have boys in it. And we, we are 
always mixing sound. And they don't talk about us. Every day they say that this. We'll, we'll put it up and we'll see where power lies. If you are tired, it is seen in a lack of vigor. I thought they were showing me the Mariam Webster or something about vigor. It is vigor they get invigorate. Uh huh, vigor. Active what? Strength or force. Mm. Active. To be bodily active. Uh-huh. Or, As I said, some wives are, 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 are tired. There's no vigor. And what again? Or mental strength. They don't have mental. There's, there's something called mental strength. Or force. That is for people who are athletic. That's one of the ways. Like you are running 100 meters. You are tired, but still. You have a tough mind. And you'll be 19 in Africa. I hate when you walk up. And then I know a lack of concentration. It's a huge psychological thing. Like how Barcelona, you can beat somebody three nil in your home and come and sit down for them to score four. One of the coaches, I think it was Jose Moreno, they asked him, said that the first thing is that they should sack the psychology of the, the psychologist of the team. Now how can you score three nil and sit down to lose four? Is that it couldn't have happened to him? Why? Because there is a way you psych the people. There's a mentality like Ghana. When they are going to the World Cup, they tell them that, don't worry. Put me through group stage with my idea. And when you cross to the group stage, they bring a president to meet you at the airport. And useless. Meanwhile, somebody too has won the cup. So we sack ourselves for what a, 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 a second hand clear here. Home use. Do you know that it is only in Ghana they give winning bonus? Have you heard that Manchester United is giving winning bonus before? You have been employed to win. Why must we pay you for winning? Most of these bonuses, hmm, it's an African thing. Like somebody's salary is 3000 His bonus at the end of the month is 6000 Based on performance. Abrofonya sir. We are paying you 10,000. Bring resource or we sack you. So a policeman has a certain entitlement that because they wake up to come and stand by the roadside, you two should give them a tip. They have that sense that it's not easy. Our work is not easy. It rains can be beating you. Sometimes they meet you. There's no battery. We are, we are. But that's your work. That's your work. Then he said, pay me for doing my work. When they are already being paid by the government to do their work. It's an only, see, there's a certain psychological problem we have as a people. It's like the way I've done it well there. So sometimes you employ some of these artisans. Oh, boss, what you want to do? They come and do But I didn't hire you to come and do foolish thing. So why in the camera they say, you are actually giving value to my money? And I say, because obey the money amount. Open two one one ass or open two leopard. And a deba two one. Painting green. And so who white, white and green. What draw, what draw, what draw leopard or one. 
Oko washimba boys, boy Charlie, you me fine. I'm so me me kuhuma. Why are you fine? Almost so on you fine. Meanwhile, he's paid. So psychology to have a certain mentality is a strength you need. A certain vigor, bodily and mental activity. Uh huh. Chin. Intense action. Intense. Intense. Uh huh. Effective legal status. Effective legal status. I know the archer. Because it's changing into something else. Vigor means life. It's a Latin word. I mean, there's life in it. So when there is no life in you, we see that the vigor has gone down. What again? The mental energy has gone down. Bodily activity has gone down. A certain drive has gone down. Signs of tiredness. Number two. I said a lack of vigor. Number two. Lack of patience. The Bible speaks of the, the perseverance of Job. You see, the Bible says be patient as a farmer. That is to say that farmers get fruits by patience. He sold the thing. It has to take six months. He's waiting. Yeah. In the Bible, the word husbandman means a farmer. Actually, when you say you are a husband, it actually means you are a farmer. Yeah. You sow your seed, you wait for nine months to have a harvest. Yeah. Animal husbandry. Husband means farming. And if you are a husband, you wait for the fruits, isn't it? Yes. If you have patience, the church will work. That's how it is. Those who kept the fortitude with the Basenia, it is working. Consistently. It takes time by to work. It takes time by to work. And I was talking to a friend who started a church and the church collapsed. It didn't collapse as if there were no members. It was small, so eventually he stopped. One day I was talking to you guys, if you had not stopped, it's been six years now. It would have become big. That's how things happen. So whenever you are tired, there is no patience for the thing. Yeah, you don't have patience for it. Number three. I'm almost done. In tiredness, there is a lack of freshness. It's a lack of freshness. There are no new ideas. Look at Job 22, verse 7. It says, you have not given the weary water to drink. That means... When you don't have water, you become weary. And you have withheld bread from the hungry. When you are hungry, you will become weary or tired. And most tiredness is associated with hunger and dehydration. 
There are some people who are running in the marathon. They stand by the roadside with water, with glucose, with things. That freshness increases their energy and fortitude. You need a certain fresh wind. A certain fresh wind. If all the ushers are girls, it will not work. If all the protocol are boys, it will not work. If all the choristers are girls, it will not work. You see, naturally, we are motivated by the opposite sex. That's one of the secrets of life. A gender-dominated ministry doesn't work. Have you seen a church? Everybody is a woman before. That church doesn't work. There's a guy who started in Nigeria. I said he was called to women. So he was doing women conference, women conference, women conference. He's dead. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work. Women aglow came before some churches, but we don't hear much about them. They even started schools, aglow schools. The first school of my first son was a school established by aglow. Be a glow for Jesus. To pass through the prayer wind of a glow. To initiate him. My God. Some of you, your first school was uh, Ashama Islamic Emirate. Pia Katlas is chasing you. In Accra here, only one woman ministry is working. Royal ladies. The churches. It all collapse at the Pentecost women is down. Lighthouse, uh, beauty, woman, etc. Daughter, you can make it. It's down. Uh, Ashen crowd here. The only royal house chapel. And Okra, and ultimately, said, DC con. Woman in 50 years. Why? Because there should be freshness. It's, yes, it's like every day you see only a girl's face. How would it, how will it work? You have to see boy's face. When Labrin was only boys, it was not working. Yes, there was a time this church was only boys. The whole church were 60. Girls were like four. And when I come, it's only boys. I said, ah, why? And when girls started coming into the church, then suddenly people started dressing well. Even though I used to tell them to dress, they were not dressing well. They were motivated. They started shaving their hair. You don't cut your hair, you shave. The, the people... <laughs> I give up. I give up. And then also... In key, your friend was saying, Ne, your friend was saying, difference room. Meboa. O cane home, okay, cane home. There's a difference. I did work, I can't swing, can't home. Oh, it would sound, sir. 
Because you don't call the person like that. And you don't also say, Because we are friends. When you say, means we call me. So you can say, we are They call me. And you can say, you can that's it. That's it. Yes, <laughs> It is hand you know how beauty boys now. Yeah, we make us let's cut our head. No, we could show team free one. Oh, we could cut no Arab no anti Asia. On the bro friend, now say cut my hair. No, I say shoot. Now we did that for. I heard somebody was speaking tree. He didn't speak the tree well. No, say like he has a bucket in a car. And the car left, and he was telling that oh me book me bought it, me book it like me book it, me bought it. Then they packed the car, they brought him water. I said no me bought it, me bought it. Until he ran to somebody's bucket and lifted it, say this is for. Then rather me book it in my bucket. By that time I'm not sure who got even though any um, Asia, there were some sounds be infinite. I think they are called palatal sounds. They are sounds that, when you pronounce them, your tongue hits the roof of your teeth, like there. They are most of those sounds. It changes into the sound of the initial one. That's why inja yeka inja into a sound. Ebe ya um. Ebe sisi sound be ya um. Something like that. 
Nti ubad English na message na sasa. Oh, met match le, met match le English o. Oh, kama chile English anga ubo e. Kama tume bwasi. I will teach all the parts of speech in one year. What basis na si asi ano ano? But yana sana. We are the guy that actually with English. <laughs> so there's no freshness. There's no freshness. There's no fresh wind. Oh, I say I worry that sometimes it's the same. 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 Hello? You cannot be preaching one side like a message and sometimes so shout, sometimes so yell, sometimes so to was so freshness, freshness. And you know cry sometimes over to us a mobile numbers and lie. Then they are playing some strings be no one for us no money now but you know oh sorry name if yeah oh but it's it's it creates a certain what's happening what's now when we went with the 10 stars they call them and they are coming what are they coming to do there's some, some freshness. Water refreshes. It freshens. The beer will be full of it. That was the same. Yeah. 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 How many of you have heard that you can't eat the same food all the time? Lastly, there's a lack of endurance. Endurance. When there is no there's tiredness. There's a lack of endurance. Endurance. In the devotional, we have points on endurance. I think you should go and find out what are some of them. Endurance. Yes. Is it? When there's endurance, what are the ways to see? In endurance, there's perseverance. What again? In endurance, there's patience. Hey, you are forgotten. Hello? Yes, I'm waiting. Endurance. Marks of endurance. I've realized that some of you don't listen to preaching messages. You will not become an effective leader. Why? Because if you don't keep reading, 
it doesn't become part of you if you don't keep hearing. Endurance. Yes, I'm waiting. People are now looking for it. I'm starting from the back. Beginning with all our sisters. Marks of endurance. Yes, Millie. What are some of the marks of endurance? Oh, but I've mentioned patience. Then, then say in endurance, there is endurance. He <laughs> said there's also a... There's thanksgiving and endurance. Hey, because the, if you have read the devotional on um, marks of endurance, I think it was her picture. That's why I called you. Oh, it was her picture. May I know the picture, so. Endurance, you look to the prophets. Uh huh. There's prayer. Hey. Okay. You pray for one another. What again? You endure difficult things. You exercise discretion in speech. Repentance and forgiveness is in endurance. I see. These are some of the signs you will see if you have that grace called endurance. Able to endure. The Bible says God endured the stubbornness of Israel. Anytime you are not tired, you are able to go through it. You are able to endure it. Your wife will leave you when she's tired of the marriage. Yeah, she's tired. But if she is not tired, she will endure no matter what it is. Yes. No matter what the problem is, yeah, she will endure. She will go through it. She will go through it with you. I know some of you men can also give up, but you go through it with her. Yeah. Most of the time, after the first three years, you regret marrying. After one year, you realize you have married the wrong person. After 10 years, you begin to advise people not to marry. <laughs> yeah. But you endure it. Don't worry, your own will be like that. It's, it's oh, Pastor, my own is not like that. Well, 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 well. When you say your own will be like that, it doesn't mean you have bad marriage. But I'm telling you that it's difficult to stay with somebody. Everything goes on in the marriage. Snoring. Uh, all manner of things. But if you are staying alone, even if you don't bath, nobody complains about it. And if you, don't, if, you are, if you are not married, you don't have expectation. Like you are going home, now, oh, my wife has cooked in the house. If you are not married, will you think like that? Oh, my husband will bring money to me. If you are not married, will you think like that? No. Hey. Anytime I mention the marriage example, people are quiet. Oh, yeah. I'm preaching realities of life. Because when you read the Bible, the Bible says it's better to be single than to marry. And it's God who wrote the Bible. He knows why he said that. Because it's a, it's a problem. But you have been toughing to handle problems. You have been toughing to handle difficult things. Yes, you are handling it. 
and find out. And those who tell the truth, and those who even lie, when I even the lie, you can see they are lying in the lies. Some of them is damage control. Right. Yo, Pastor, my man, another my secondary school English teacher, his marriage. Oh, you are, you are, are you there? Are you there? Hmm? The way she is praising the wife, he is important, and the wife is enduring it. That's why he's praising the wife like that. This is something they say. Uh, is this something they say? You don't know why people are praising some people. They are praising them because in their mess, they, are, they have found a message. They are there with them in their mess. Yes. In Nigeria, when somebody releases God, they say he has mess. In your mess, we are there. Oh God, you mess now. you mess now. It no be me, <laughs> Jump to your feet and let's close. I said, when there is tiredness, number one, there's lack of what? Number two, there's lack of what? Number three, there's lack of? Number four. Number five. No, the, fourth, the fifth one is strength, but we can't finish because of time. There's lack of strength. 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 What in common has There are some women when they get pregnant, they become paralyzed. They can't carry the weight. But some, they, they, they run. They even lift load. Hey, very strong. Mm-hmm. It's not heavy to them. There's a lack of vigor, lack of patience, lack of freshness, lack of endurance. And the lack of strength. When you are not praying about your ministry, it means that you are tired of the ministry. When you are not praying for your sheep, it means you are tired of the sheep. Some of you don't read your Bible, it means you are tired of it. It's sad. It's sad. But read it. Even if it's a chapter, read it. Because I said that the greatest value of a thing is known in its greatest need. I thank God for the scriptures. The people I have been blessed to talk to, they say, wow. A man of God was buying something. He sent me an audio yesterday. It's a very technical something. I drove there when I spoke everything. When I said the audio, I said, wow, general. People think I'm wise, but it's the Bible. He said, how that from your childhood you have known the holy scriptures. 
Oh, he says he's able to make you wise and give you an inheritance among the saints. Able to make you wise for salvation through faith. How that from your childhood? Can I tell you something? Knowing the truth late is not profitable. Know it on time. I know you like social media, but read the Bible. You don't know that this is all that you will contribute to your children's life. Wise counsel. Wise counsel. Pray in tongues. It may be your greatest help. Some of you love your husbands. They know. But you can't do much unless you pray for them because they are battling with spirits. Battling with spirits. You can buy all the nice clothes, nice wig for your wife, but she may not be. You need to pray for her. God teaches us. One day, two days ago, maybe got up in the night and said she will not sleep on the bed. When you are coming to put her there, you point on the bed and starts crying. I said, what is this boy seeing? I lied on the bed for him to start. They said, no, he will not sleep on the bed. I don't around 2 a.m. Screaming. Then when you tell you point on the bed, but there's, there's nothing on the bed. Then I'll lie on it. Then you'll still be pointing. And I just realized that the only help we can give to our children is to pray for them. Maybe there, there's something he saw. Or maybe it was a dream. But for him to cry. You just have to pray for him. You want your children to go to preserve, become engineers, doctors. It's a nice vision. They'll go to Gessley Girls, a Brick Girls, a Chimota School, Holy Child. It's a very good vision. Pray for them. Pray for them. I've realized that even people who hurt you, it doesn't feel more hurtful when you pray for them before they hurt you. Let's start praying for your sheep. Most of you are called shepherds and you don't pray for your sheep. Write a list of your sheep. And mention their name one by one and be praying for them. Lord, I pray for Gideon. Lord, I pray for Pamela. Lord, I pray for... And mention specific prayers. I pray that you break them away from their friends. Help them to come to know the truth. May the love for the things of God be stirred in them. Speak these things into them. Speak these things. They are the sheep who become a blessing. I know you know how to do passing and uh, mobilization. Add prayer to it. It will never work. Unless you send help, you send help by the hand of the Lord. Endurance. If you are, if you are praying, means you are enduring. Has it ever happened to you before? You are over 30 years. You and your two children are stranded, nowhere to go. And you are at peace. Ah, it can only be God. Not knowing where help is going to come from. It can only be God. Tough. You say be strengthened with might in your inner man. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Some of you, one mental health issue, you may never come up. You just break down. One, one sickness, you may never be able to get up. There is no energy. 
There is no faith. Even the faith to pray, you have not learned it. You can't pray with faith again. Anytime you are praying like this, you are always tired looking in prayer. When evil knocks, where is strength to get up and say in the name of Jesus, I stop this. There is no energy. It's gone. The devil, I have realized, is a long distance runner. He doesn't like 100 meters. His hobby, the least, is 5,000 meters. Say, thank you, Jesus. Any spirit of tiredness. And it is a spirit. Oh, if I'm teaching this in a series, I would have given you examples. That's how I quoted the Jeremiah for you to see. You are contending or fighting with footmen. They have worried you. What about the horses? There are spirits that are horses. They are called stallion. There are horses with wings. <laughs> when you come to my house, you see a picture of a horse. And I was explaining to you and somebody, two people, I think Pastor Abraham, why I put the horse there. People know the revelation of eagle and lions, but they don't know the revelation of a horse. Speed, tenacity, tenacity. The horse is a beast of bedding. Yet the Lord Gunuso. Those days they fought in battles with horses, not with lions. Jesus will come on with horses. And Jesus will descend on this earth on a horse. So there's a horse there. I always put it there. To remind me that this is my picture. I have to be like the horse. That I can run and not be tired. And not be tired. Say, Jesus, Jesus, I overcome any trace of tiredness, weariness, giving up. Many people have given up on many things. Some of you, if it is not because of some people in your life, you may not be in church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may not be in church. And you would have enough excuse for that. But thank God for those people around you. But they are not enough. You must generate your own strength. If you are to be in Canada right now, will you be in church? You should know. If you are to get a job in the northern region of Ghana, they are paying you 19,000 Ghana cities a week. You are like a Manchester United footballer. Will you still be able to love God and go to church? That is what we are talking about. That you are not tired. This God that we knew in SU secondary school, we are not tired. This way we used to sit down on the floor and pray in secondary school, we are not tired. This fastings, we are not tired. Say, Father, this is my story. I am not tired. Lift up your voice and pray. Strengthen me, Lord. Most pastors get tired at the point. But Lord, we are not ready for tiredness. In 80, we'll still be running.
Moving on beyond the front of a horse. You are becoming a horseman. After all, we'll pray throughout the service. The strength of a horseman. stops means the pastor is tired. If the book's writing stops, it means the pastor is tired. If two, three, four services is now one service, then there's a tiredness somewhere. There is no moving into another realm. Moving from church into crusades. That's a freshness. Some pastors settle for only preaching on Sundays their entire life. They are tired. They should move on to something else. Moving on to something else. Moving on to something else. You can be a business owner and you are tired of the business. You are selling only rubber, politics. You sell politics bags. Sir. What do you start selling houses? What do you move into something else? What do you do attempt something bigger? Something more? And say what? Go and do law. Go and do taxation. Apply to do something else. Yes, it's a sign you are not tired of books. You can be a doctor and still be studying. You can be a pastor and still be writing exams. Relevant to your calling. La kapakata kataradaba. Yes, you are done low cost, but it's time to move to Basenia level. Just call Katanta and you are tired. Move, 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 move. Become a bishop. Move. Thursday we're on the Sabbath field. 
three, four, we were praying. And I said, where, where are the people? The place was empty. To it. So, wow. Did you see people there? Pray. Get up and pray. Let's get up and pray. Let's get up and pray. Let's do more. Let's attempt something. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say, Lord, thank you. Give him praise and give him thanks. Vigor. study life and your habit of reading never let it die never every time there is a book you should, you should be reading I started with the elders I realized that some of them are not following you tell them read this they don't read read this they don't read meanwhile I said get the things crying on your phone and read it from the phone if it's the phone you can put down you are here right now, you never become less busy. You always become more busy. Don't lose your reading life. This grace to sit down and to read. Recently I was telling the boys that I've realized how much of an importance even this our office used to be. But it's not an excuse. Let's find somewhere. Just sit down quietly. Find something. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you once again. In Jesus' name. 